by wow. Bellatrix Lestrange while mm-hmm. defending Harry Potter at the Ministry yeah. of Magic. On page, like, ah, on page 874. Ah. And you know what? <laughs> oh! Nerd on. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Nerd on the podcast you didn't need, but you deserve. We're all levels of nerd are welcome. We are going back to Hogwarts with our favorite guest host right now. Uh. However, instead of the normal school curriculum, we are going to learn the valuable lessons of teaching yourself because professors suck. Um, continuing our journey. You heard the it here, <laughs> folks. <laughs> Rateyourprofessor.com. That's what this movie is about. <laughs> um, journey through the Wizarding World today's topic is Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Let's introduce the host. I'm sorry. Yes, Josh? No. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we were getting, when I was getting prepped for this episode, we've done so many Harry Potter movies. Yeah. But there are so many that I was like, yeah. what one are we on? I don't know. <laughs> what order? Because I remember us talking about scenes. Like, I remember us talking about scenes from other movies, and I was like, oh. shoot, did we do? Did, did we, we skip do, a movie? Did we skip a movie? <laughs> no. And did we? Anyway, I'm Josh. Uh, uh, Tom. I'm Tom. I'm Corey. And, and our I'm guest host, Josh. Good. Yeah, we did, did it. it. Right, hey, did it. Hey, nice sweater. Thanks. By the way, way to go, Josh. Oh, dead giveaway. My yeah. name's Mikey. It's not Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey got me this sweater. I did. It was very exciting. Do you identify as Mikey? You know what? Instead of Michael, that happened again yesterday. I, I was introduced to a friend, and she wanted to double check, and she's like, "It's Mike, right?" And I was like, "Ah, it's." Well, when people call it's me... It's going to be Mikey in 15 minutes. doesn't matter. When I was a kid, people called me Tommy. And then really? now, if people call me Tommy, I'm like, that's a little weird. I think it's something that'll never change. Until I change it on Instagram or Facebook. <laughs> it won't. Yeah. Until it's official on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. like when people used to call me in high school, uh, hey, you fucking idiot. And now they just call me Corey, which is nice. Yeah. I yeah. prefer that. So when yeah. people do that again, I'm like, you go, did you go to Nevada High? There are people that call me Joshy, for yeah. real. Like anyway, that. just Josh and you. That's just cute. Josh and me. Uh, me. We have some housekeeping. Yeah, housekeeping. This episode is, as always, brought to you in part by the members of the Nerd on Nation that is powered by Patreon. As a member of the Nerd on Nation, you do get uh, fun uh, perks. Uh, like what? Like you get early access to these episodes. No Bam! way. You get bonus oh, episodes that nobody else hears. Pow! You get access to secret channels on our super public Discord server. Kapow! That only you and other members of the Nerd on Nation get access to. Bam, bam. Yeah, yeah. like that. You also get uh, early access to merch. Yeah. Some discounts, all that kind of stuff. Like we have an anniversary mug that is out. Yes, uh, it is. And Patreon got that 10% discount and early access to it. So, you know, just throwing that out there. Save Hell that yeah. money, baby. Yeah, yeah, Roy. Yeah, so Roy. check that out, nerdon.tv backslash Patreon. And check out that Discord. Nerdon.tv backslash Discord. Get in, continue the conversation. It's fun over there. Lots of cool peeps. Get it's inside. a positive, positive environment to be in. Let's check it out. And a um, a huge shout out to just like kind of like a an honorable mention to Odyssey and Body Audio. Body Audio, Body Audio, Body Audio, and Apogee. Mikey gets it. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. If love you that like, song. <laughs> if you like what you hear today, thank, thank you, thank uh, you, thank. I appreciate that. Thank. Also, uh, you're welcome. We provide you're, you the greatest uh, podcast of all yeah. time. Good content. Yeah. Uh, share us with your friends and your family. And if um, you didn't like us, share us with your enemies. Yeah. Uh, stop by, rate and review, 
that is how we grow. People make judgment calls based on what they're going to listen to, based on reviews. Regardless, you should throw money at us. Four yeah. quarters a month. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that is the housekeeping. Shall we get on to this orderly episode? Oh, oh. there it is. Oh. Oh. There it is. Dear. Oh. Did I do it? Yeah. I did good. it. You, you know how it. you get older, you just lose brain cells? Yeah. This doesn't help. I want to start us off by saying, Mikey, thank you for returning for this uh, yeah. as the, the co-Harry uh, Potter expert in, in the house. What's your uh, Zizu bounding outfit? You do look like a little Steve Zizu, but, but, but very Harry Potter-like. Wow. You're very Harry Potter Christmas? It's, it's been a while. <laughs> has it been like a year since we did a Harry Potter yes, episode? Yes, it has. Yes, actually. we did it on, I think it was January the 10th. And that was remote. It's nice to have you back in studios. In studios. They're all such fans. Um, missed you. Tom, I've missed you as well. So, I see you every day, but I miss you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's exciting. Exciting to have you back. I'm glad to see your, your smiling face here. We're going to talk about Order of the Phoenix. Uh, but... I want to throw this out here. We didn't we didn't do it uh, this time around, but after this episode, um, we are down one host now. We have a guest host here. We're not doing our typical interview episode with Mikey where we would talk about something and then not like you know, the last four episodes like. we did with Mikey. Uh, but but I, but we talked a bit and we decided we do want to do a little guest that grump and we we could probably call it guest that guest that grump. Oh my god. Uh, uh, we we didn't put a poll out for the nation, but for future episodes we absolutely will. Um, Having said that, we'll do one amongst ourselves. Among uh, us? Among Gus. Put it, put it in the, the tags. Wolf, Amund, Gus. Um, no, the game Among Us. Among so with us. that, that brings us into our first of, of many segments of the show, which is... Guess that grump. Tom, 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 Good shot, James. I was going to try to follow along because at one point there was a through line and then I was just like... Oh. Uh, that's right. We're gonna be guessing. We're gonna rate this movie at the end of the episode on a scale of one to five because we don't do zero stars here. And whoever has the lowest, no matter how high it is, is the grump for the episode. So let's start us off here, since I never explain it, and somehow I got it right. Tom, why don't you start us off? I'm gonna guess that it's going to be Mikey. <gasps> okay. I accuse. Mikey. Jacuse. That's a guess for Mikey. Wouldn't it be Tukus if you accuse? Or just accuse is I accuse, right? Yeah. So I think so. So if someone, I have no idea. It, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Yeah. Well, sorry, Corey. Who's your vote? We talk Mikey? about my Mikey. Puns. Who do you think will be the grump of this episode? Who's going to be my grump for the episode? I will. Can't guess yourself. I'm not. I would never. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm going to guess Tom because <gasps> you hurt my feelings. To accuse. Ah, it too brute. Jajoie. Jajoie. I am going to guess. I love you, but Mikey. Oh. It's fair. It's fair. All right, I changed mine to Josh. Wow. <laughs> and I am going to guess Tom. <gasps> you we, you all look cute. <laughs> so, so that means Josh and I will be going first. Yay. Uh, and then you guys duke it out to see who gives your score at the end of the episode. Big brains. Uh, uh, first. Um, but with those in, and, and again, moving forward, Nerd on Nation, you will be voting in this. So, so keep an eye. Listen to these past episodes. See where we stand with the Harry Potters. Uh, and, and use that knowledge to your advantage to get a shout out on the episode. Uh, with that, we move into our next segment, which is the complete spoilers. Did, Spoil I, did I do that right, Tom? Because that's what you. No, need you needed to do it a little bit more dramatic, like that. <laughs> Sorry. Where it's like, do it. Where, do it, it would clip yeah. and can distort. You, can you do it as if you have no control of your vocal range? Yeah. Uh, the next segment we're moving into is the spoilers of uh, this, which is our uh, first impressions and initial reactions for those across the pond. 
Uh, I will go first. Oh, um, okay. so Order of the Phoenix. We all know that uh, Azkaban was the was the book in the movie with the Azkaban for me because we got Lupin in there. We got it was Darker out there King. like Azkaban. Bam. Yeah. yeah. Um, Order. Uh, <laughs> when when I read the books, Order was my second favorite book. Uh, in the series, um, we got a lot of serious. We got a lot of Lupin in there. We got a, a lot of again. The thing I like about the Harry Potter books is that they they do mature with the audience. And I think I was just hit at that right time where each of the books really kind of kind of hit me. My and, parents still hit me. And we talked about this a little bit uh, on the last episode with Goblet. I love the book Goblet of Fire, but the movie sold it a little bit short. Um, and I I feel similar with this movie where the book. To me, it, it is my second favorite book in the series, uh, but the movie still doesn't hold the candle to what's in there. AKA, it's not your fa- second favorite movie. It is series. not my second favorite movie in the series. Uh, however, it does have a lot of things I like in it. Uh, there's, It does have my favorite line in the entire series in it, uh, written on, on the page and, and spoken. It does have a lot of Lupin and a lot of Sirius, which is like major points for me. Uh, and it explores some of the Harry Potter world that I find to be the most fascinating, but also kind of the most confusing in a very cool way. Um, so yeah, I like the movie. Hmm. Nice. Interessant. Who's next? I'll go next. Okay. Um, I don't really remember the specific, like seeing it first. I know that I was at a midnight showing. I do know that. But I'll, I'll... I will say a special note for this one, preparing for the episode and seeing it again. This was the first time that I watched a Blu-ray on 4K. Mm. And you creamed yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Bonnie and I started that, watching. Was that we were after like, you text me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you expect a Patronum yourself? Yeah, I did. I, I wore the white pants. Mm. And I was like, oh. It's a beautifully shot movie. Wow, this looks good. Um, and then it for some reason, it wasn't working for a second. Like the player, the Blu-ray player wasn't working. And so we switched to watching it on Apple TV. Which we're is like, still no, nah, we're going to figure out yeah. what is going on over here to watch. Because it's like the, the physical media just still looks better. More information. It's um, not streaming. It's, a, yeah. it's physically all there. Um, but I mean, for me, I, I loved the book. I, I'm, I, I like all things Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. So it makes it very hard to Except put in a sort of... To me, yes, of course. <laughs> yes, uh, but there, it's it's hard for me to put into words. Like I remember seeing this and being like, "Hell yeah!" There were some really cool things that I know that they mm-hmm. changed. Obviously, yeah. Uh, spoiler free uh, here, so mm-hmm. no specifics. Yeah. Except for uh, now, I'll be honest. Like I am more familiar with the movies now than I am with the books. Yeah. So I've uh, to me, my head. I was asking Mikey a lot of questions that I couldn't remember. We watched it together. Uh, and so I, I'm curious to hear some of those, if we can have a well, section I mean, where we dive in later, but I'd be, I mean, I'd be it, interested. It, I think Mikey always has a better memory for things, because uh, I don't, like, you have, your book, memory it's is It's the only just books like, he's boom. read. Right. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. exactly. But um, you like the movie. But I like the movie. Okay. Yeah. Should we just move on down, Mikey? Yeah. Your sure. first uh, impressionist reaction with ahead, the Order of the Phoenix? Macaroni? Movie? Macarons. <laughs> um, I, I call you different mics. I did like the movie. I did the whole the midnight viewing thing with all my like high school friends mm-hmm. who saw the fourth one together. Um, we made a whole event of it. We even had a uh, a duel in front of the Nice. And then you guys counter. played for Who was you? Who were you no, playing? Uh, for myself, baby. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Because uh, in my brain, I am a wizard who does go to that school. What, cl- what class are you in? We talked about 2006. No, no, no. <laughs> what, what, uh, what house? Oh, what house? Gryffindor, Gryffindor no. that's right. So f- when I think the first time I did the podcast, this. I was a Slytherin. He was like me. Um, I was a bit of a loner at the time, uh, but I've blossomed in my 30s. 
Uh, but I'm a Gryffindor now. Hence the sweatshirt. I did it again. I'm still a Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. So, um, but anyway, continue. So movie, you, you did a you did a, a fight outside, and then you went into we the did. movie. Uh, fantastic. I mean, we just had the most fun. The thing I remember uh, the clearest was the all the the heavy montages. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. so much of the books that have to be left out, but. Uh, Training. This was David Yates's first one, I yeah. think. Yes. yes, yes, it is. And I can't remember the screenwriter. Uh, Green, Michael, Michael. I have Greenberg? it right here. Goldman or something. We'll go into Gold, that. Golden, Goldman or Gold, something. Golden Fold from Rick and Morty. Goldenberg. Uh, uh, Bill Goldenberg Michael Goldenberg of the wow. WWF. Um, who's yeah. next? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I liked how anything that was kind of left out uh, that you couldn't dive into, you know, obviously for time uh, was in the newspaper clippings and other montages where That's you right. had to see things. You only saw it once, but uh, they had a, they did a good job, I thought, of like covering What was that headline you liked, the uh, Dumbledore daft or... Is he like daft or... Uh... Daft or delirious. I no, can't it was remember like... what, what it was in the clipping, but it, it was yeah. alluding to, is he a genius or is he out of his mind? Yeah. Um, Delusional? Yeah. <laughs> well, daft that... means an idiot. Yeah. So it was like, it was either genius or daft. Mm-hmm. So it was one of the movies that you had to pay attention to a lot of those montages to see all the, you know, the storylines that you would not have gotten. Cause yeah. most of the storylines in the book were like the entire story. Mm-hmm. You know, they would come and go and ebbs and yeah. flows of the same. I mean, it's the longest book in the series. So long. Uh, it was one of my favorite books too, but I think four and five at the time, up to that date, those were my two favorites. I yeah. think because there was so much and it never really. Ended, but uh, the fifth one explored so much that the previous ones hadn't. It's the first time we get to see the Ministry of Magic. No um, yeah. No spoilers. Oh, is that a spoiler? Yeah, yeah this is no spoiler section technically, oh. but yeah, I mean, it, 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 we, it, we flipped the script. On you, you do see a little bit. You do bizzle. see a little bit in the in the trailer for it because I watched that recently, and I mean, yeah, the set design they did here is exactly how I kind of pictured the Ministry. Incredible. Yeah. Um, then I, all I will say is there is there are parts of the Wizarding world. And characters that are introduced that we didn't have beforehand, and mm-hmm. it, and Harry, as every movie up until this point, he is the audience's uh, surrogate. Yeah, so he, how many? Did we even said it when we were watching it. Like how many times Harry says, like yeah. he has, a, he acknowledges five, how cool magic. Five is. Five movies in, and he's still impressed he's still by impressed. magic. Yeah, so <laughs> I dig it. Without saying too much, but I, then we were I, like, but that's that's the world I'd want to live in. Yeah, where I'm like never unimpressed with what's happening in front of me. And I'll so. steal from from your wife Dana. I think she said something to the shout degree out. of mm-hmm. shout out to Dana um, that w- like growing up, you're always trying to recreate the magic that you had in high school theater. Yeah, and that's yeah. I feel like that's how Harry Potter is. Uh, I agree as well. Like he gets to he never that magic never ends. And pun no. intended. But uh, I liked the movie. I still like the movie, but it is probably the one of the more forgettable ones for sure. me. Oof, I th- hot take. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I think it's just the one that I skip over a we'll, lot. We'll get into it. We'll get Damn. into it here. Loved Tom? It, uh, well, I never try to recreate the theater experience in my life because I never had high school theater. Must did, be you nice. get bullied? <laughs> did you get bullied in theater? No. It must be nice. The must one be nice. kid in high school theater that got bullied by I the was, rest of the I was theater. saying this before we we aired. Uh, all the all the theater kids in my high school were all the cool kids. Really? They were legit like known as the cool kids. We, I should, let me I, clear. We were very cool. I would say that. Well, did you I say that? Or performing arts school, we were the... Like, you cool can't kids. self-claim that you're the cool kids. You have to have the outsider tell you that you're the yeah. cool kids. Because, you know, people's opinions is what matters in your own mind. People, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we had to audition to get in our school. Uh, a cool and, audition? A cool audition, yeah, to get in our, to our sc- cool. Because <laughs> you're cool for school. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, for me, initial reactions, first impressions. Uh, I have not watched this film since, like, 2015. 
Um, I saw it in theaters and I saw it again and then I haven't seen it since until for preparing for this episode. Yeah. Um, and mirroring a little bit of the same um, feelings as everyone else, uh, I, I don't think this is the strongest film in the bunch, um, which is tough, right? And, and it also is a thing, it's kind of like the MCU in a way where it's like, all the films are very passable and enjoyable. Like you're going to have one you're going to li- li- like the least. Um, sure. But, uh, you know, not all of them perform as strongly as the original Christopher Columbus and you know, all that stuff. So um, that being said, um, I think this film actually has so much working against it. It's David Yates' first film. Yeah. It's the writer's first film. It is the complete departure of the childish world. It is the complete uh jumping into she the just adult gets real world. Mm-hmm. yeah and mm-hmm. and prisoner of Azkaban is a taste of things to come and then goblet of fire is this like, was the point in the books where it's like oh somebody died oh shiz yeah and goblet like, of fire just this. was just like hey let's not get haircuts and then they're like okay we're gonna get haircuts uh so <laughs> that's what happens after you see death um, <laughs> yeah um and uh i thought there was really cool director um things that happen in uh, some things i don't agree with some things i very much agree with um, and I'll explain that later when we talk about it. But Please I do. found um, myself watching it, not liking the change that I felt is necessary to tell this story. And that's a very interesting experience to watch this movie going through. Say that again. Sorry. I did not like the changes or experiencing the changes that I thought were necessary to watch this movie. Interesting. That's um, what I thought you said. I just... I had to. I might have lied and said something different. Who knows? Um, but no, I, no, no, no. That's just an interesting <laughs> phrasing of that. Like yeah. knowing the changes were necessary, being like, but I don't like. Oh. But I don't like. It's just like change. It's like growing up. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, seeing a friend, seeing someone die. <laughs> um, but uh, I yeah, I think overall, it's it's a Harry Potter movie, so it's not going to be terrible. So if you're listening to this and you think like, oh, their initial reactions, no, uh, that's just not the thing, and that's us, that's us actually just trying to express, you know pontificate about like what Mm -hmm. we feel about that film it's weird coming into these episodes every time like when we it's just like when we choose an episode that is like we're doing my favorite movie today or something like that it's always very weird for specifically the harry potter movies because bonnie and i we probably watch all of them at least once a year and it's, it's one of those like when i watch them even watching it a couple of times for this i was like i you know, it's 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 no, and, and it's interesting finding the the like the seams, the seams, or, or trying to, or even like that, like experiencing it from a an educational, not an educational, but more of a. I, I can't think of the 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 words for it. I, I, it's funny for covering an episode on it. It is, yeah, it it's, is it's educational. Hard. Yeah, I, I you have to put some stuff aside. I um. I feel like I haven't watched the series in such a long time until we redo them for for Mikey's wonderful presence. Um, but like, it's kind of interesting to rewatch these. And I remember, and this is like probably the hottest take I'm going to say, is um, I never like I remember like Prisoner of Asking Band having such a profound like love for it as I rewatched it again for college and stuff like that, and talking about Alfonso Cuarón's directing and Goblet of Fire. I'm like, okay, cool. These are all the things I missed, but I don't remember a lot of the feelings I had about Order of the Phoenix, and I think it's because I didn't have any strong feelings. About it. I think the biggest thing was like the trailer stuff. It's like they're flying in the on top of the ocean yeah. in, in the Muggle world. I'm like, that's baller, and uh, that's most of the, my memories of the film. Like when I saw uh, rewatch this film, I was like, oh, this is in this one. Like oh, I remember reading the I remember reading the book and I'm like I know exactly when I stopped yeah. reading the book. 
Run like that's fifth fifth book was when I stopped reading. I was like, this is too boring. Oh, you didn't do half blood or anything? It. Nope. Woo. Um, because I was not in the scholastic reader program anymore. I'm like, I don't need to read books anymore. Oh, go man. away. That was when it made that was when it like was real for me. It was oh. when I didn't read it for grades. I read it for genuine love. Well, yeah. I read it for grades. Some of my it, grandma and I shared with these books. She, I, yeah. she got me all those first editions. It was enjoyable to do it for grades, but this is the point where I was like, this is too long. And you know, in in light of the wonderful well, J.K. Rowling came out and said, she has said that this is the longest book and she found it is actually too bulky. And yeah. I was like, if you, whatever, if you want to hear fine. our thoughts on the whole J.K. Rowling thing, check our last episode. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so, uh, so that's our that should give you an idea of how these ratings should go, I think. Maybe not maybe. even. That was a little like pretty vague from all of us. Uh, but that does move us into our next couple of sections here, which is the brief synopsis and the production. Uh, who's doing the brief? I could do the brief. Josh Let's is do doing it. Brief. And I got the production on nice lock. All right. Here's a brief synopsis provided by the interwebs. <gasps> now in his fifth year at Hogwarts, Harry <laughs> learns that many of the wizarding community do not know the truth of his encounter with Lord Voldemort. Cornelius Fudge, Minister of Magic, appoints his toady, Dolores Umbridge, as defense against the dark arts teacher, for he fears that Professor Dumbledore will take his job. But her teaching is deficient. Deficit. Deficient, and her methods cruel. So Harry prepares a group of students to defend the school against a rising tide of evil. I will also say, I forgot to say, yo, I, this movie predicted the rise of Karen so hard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. You, looked, you looked like you were going to say something a second when he was reading that short description. Did you have something you wanted to I say? I think it's about... when, you, when you laughed in the middle of No, it, it was his, his fifth year. Read that again. Oh, well, yeah. you, you... I still... I know I'm an adult now, but every time someone says... Voldemort, I oh, yeah, yeah, shudder yeah. a bit. But you need to say his name. Fear of the name only increases fear of the thing itself. Yeah. I want to believe it, but I don't. But also... So just call him Tom, like a baller-ass move like Dumbledore. Oh, he still calls him Tom. It's uh, so also, in we'll get into that. In most modern uh, fantasy storytelling, if you had the power over the name, then you actually can control their minds. Yeah. Go on. Production. Well, and now, I haven't read this yet, uh, because Tom likes to put in little surprises for the production for me. So, oh, you'll see. Production! Uh, distributed by Warner Brothers Pictures, known for National Lampoon's Vacation, The Lost Boys, and Lethal Weapon. Directors, nice. David Yates, State of Play, The Young Visitors, and the, how do I say this? I don't know. Tishborn? Probably. Claimant? Oh, Tishborn? the Tishborn Claimant. Thank yeah, you. Claimant, yeah. Uh, producers, mm -hmm. David Heyman. <laughs> Hell Paddington, yeah. Paddington 2, and the upcoming... Paddington 3. Ooh, Hell yeah. Uh, David Barron, Hamlet, Othello, Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit. Writers, Michael Goldenberg, Contact, Green Lantern, and Peter Pan, based on the novel written by J.K. Rowling. Uh, cast, Daniel That's Radcliffe. It's a, a lot of cast here, guys. <clears throat> wow. Okay. Cast, Daniel Radcliffe, known for Miracle Workers, Beasts of Burden, and Guns Akimbo. Rupert Grint, known for Servant, Snatch, uh, and Moonwalkers, Emma Watson, Little Women, The Circle, This Is the End, Helena Bonham Carter, or Helena, Helena Bonham Carter, 55 Steps, Oceans 8, Cinderella, Robbie Coltrane, Effie Gray, Brave, Gooby, Gooby. Uh, Warwick Davis, Willow. That's Hell all you put yeah. for him? That's all you I don't know, why I, I don't know, know. why I only put it only that. I Willow, mean, Star, Star Wars. Um, what else is he's in Star Wars? He's in Labyrinth. Yeah. He's in a lot of things. He's, a lot of he's, things. he's uh, the, the OG Ewok. He's Wicked. For real? For real. But he's also in Willow. Yes, he's in he Willow. He is Willow. Yeah. Just want to say that uh, again. That's the best movie uh, ever. Rafe Fiennes, 
uh, Kubo and the Two Strings, <clears throat> Schindler's List, <clears throat> Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, <laughs> mm-hmm. Michael Gambon, uh, Kingsman, The Golden Circle, Johnny English Strikes Again. <laughs> yes. Uh, Dad's Army, Johnny English, really? Yes, I had. Uh, Brendan Gleeson, uh, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, nice, Alone in Berlin and Assassin's Creed, Richard Griffith's White Tail, uh, oh, sorry, With Nail and I, Hugo yeah. and History Boys. Jason Isaacs, Peter Pan, Castlevania, Superman, Red Sun, <clears throat> Gary Oldman, The Fifth Element, Dracula, well done, that. Book of Eli, yeah. I'll fill that in for you, <laughs> Alan Rickman, uh, Galaxy Quest, Dogma, Love Actually, well done, uh, and uh, is that an I? Yeah. Imelda uh, Sten, mm-hmm. Vera Drake, Shakespeare in Love, and Pride. Uh, a couple of re- release dates here, uh, the 28th of June, 2007 for Tokyo, July 11th, 2007 for the United States, and July 12th. 2007 for United Kingdoms, which is surprising to me that it came out in the U.S. first for some reason. We're a big market, baby. Uh, Runtime, 138 minutes. Budget and gross was $200 million budget and a gross of 942 Is that the highest one? Million dollars. Is that the highest grossing of them? I don't know. That's a good question. We should look that up. I think Deathly Hollows Part 1 has Uh, Rotten Tomato score is 77% from critics with 257 reviews and 81% audience from 250,000 ratings. Thousand. So there you are. There you have it. Thousand. Tom, Ow. well done on that production. Mm-hmm. I got to give a shout out. Tom always does our production, by the way. It takes like an hour at least, y'all. So I Great hope job. you guys He puts it. in some sweet surprises. But that frees us up into the, uh, as Tom says, meat and potatoes of our episode where we get to do our favorite parts, favorite characters, and then qualms and ratings. And spoiler full. Yes, this so is spoiler full. spoilers on an old. Could you imagine movie. if we did favorite parts, but that. No. no, I like that part at you know two hours. Uh, <laughs> you know the part. You know the part. You know the part. Uh, I, I'd like to to have Mikey step up to the plate for favorite parts first. Favorite parts. Favorite parts first. If you if you got one, otherwise you, Josh you, you could do one and then pass it. I'll yeah. give, I will give you my second favorite part. Okay. First. Okay. Which is when you see the castle for the first oh time. <laughs> Fuck. Actually, when no. it came up at the end, I was like, Oh, hey, Mikey. Mikey's gonna <laughs> love because it was a shot of the castle, and I was like. Bringing it back full <laughs> circle. <laughs> when, uh, it actually is a really, it is a really cool part, and um, it, I, I want to say it's, it's probably not the first part of the movie where Harry learns something that he didn't know about the Wizarding World, but uh, the Thestrals. The idea that um, mm-hmm. this is why this is one of my favorite parts is you have two outcasts, Luna and Harry, mm-hmm. have a bonding moment over the Thestrals. Oh, we were talking about that. I love No that. one else can share that. They've both seen death. They both watched their mothers die. Mm-hmm. Uh, granted, Harry was a baby, but he can still remember it. Um, yeah. it still saw it. It's still, yeah, it's, it's still very heavy. But he also saw Cedric. And he had just seen Cedric die. But for, for some reason, that is a, that's one of my favorite parts is these two kind of outcasty folks who were misunderstood. Yeah. And especially in a, in a year that Harry is going to be the most misunderstood, even more than Chamber of Just Secrets. He's so angry. He's so angry. The Look only, at the me! The only one who gets him is Looney. Is Looney... Lo- uh, Luna. That's, that's who Luna is yeah. named after. And is, no, oh, I know that. Uh, I, I, gotta, that. I also got to give a shout out to this moment Mikey and I were laughing at because... Well, remind me of the name again? Thestrals? Thestrals? Thestrals. Yes. Not Nargles. They all go riding off on them. Even though Luna and Harry, the only ones who can see him, so they're there's like on six other kids who are riding on them, who are just like, I'm ah! trusting yes. this. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Harry, I mean, take the wheel. Why that, couldn't I have just ridden on a, like, a broom? I mean, that's I mean, and that's the thing, right? Where these are people who are con- who are used to the magical world, so like yeah. floating on a, a, a invisible th- something is a little bit more normal than Dudley seeing Harry Potter being lifted off the ground. Yeah, and here's here's and something that I, I, I wish they would have done. I thought that would have been cool. Like, oh yeah, they can't see. I want to see their version. I want to see the invisible version. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they have the moment where Hermione says it, the card's pulling itself, like always. Are they just never told about those at the school? I think so. There, I mean, has no one ever accidentally bumped into it? Like, no one tried to walk around the front of the cart and was like, well, what, what was that? Hagrid's probably out there. It's like, don't, 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 I guess get we close. don't really know the experience of it. Like, if you. Because clearly you can physically touch them. Well, so we don't. Riding on them. Yeah, that's well, true. So, so, this is, it's funny. So, I heard this in the initial reactions when you guys were saying exploration of the wizarding world. I found that this film does not do any exploration. That this film was much more about character uh, feelings. So I didn't say exploration of the Wizarding World. I think I just said that. I did because I'm pointing at both of you because you had to take responsibility. Yeah, I was like, I did not say oh, that. He's I did your say friend. That. But it dives into no. <laughs> some things in the Harry Potter universe that I find so, very interesting. Because I felt like when I'm watching this movie again, that's why it was such an interesting experience watching it. Was that like you're so much more uh, encapsulated into what Harry's feeling, what Ron is feeling, and what Hermione is feeling mm-hmm. instead of the last few films where exploration, showing and exhibiting the world is on the forefront of their minds. Like you have to show the taps, like there's different ways you could show angle Mm -hmm. of things. And so like you could have done it with the, the Thestrals and the, that the chariot having the little thing that, that, that like a bridal. Yeah. The bridal that's like, okay, cool. You don't, go through that you don't touch that mm-hmm. to prevent them right that's like much more showy instead of like the the forefront is that uh harry now has a new friend who has experienced death like he yeah. has yeah and so like those kind of things happened where it's like they don't do a lot of i'm gonna show you the magic it's more like you just have to be in harry's like shoes of like it's really tough for him yeah well can i uh Yes, you can. Yeah. Well, yes, I'm only going to piggyback on what you said, but we, we, you finally get to see Dumbledore do what he does. And I know I'm jumping to the very really end, but like, are we talking about? Because that's, I think that's my favorite part that I'm about to talk about. Are you talking about the fight? Yeah. Yeah. And I okay. won't go in, into it. So I'll let you do that. I'll, but yeah, I'll we can it. all it's, talk about. It. Yeah. It's the first time that you really see Dumbledore and his potential, mm-hmm. and what Voldemort's potential is. I'll let you describe it, but it's shocking it's, what wizards can do. It, it, and it, Harry's seeing it for the first time again. Well, to that know. level of power. Right. Yeah, it's and insane. It's, it's definitely in my top favorite parts of this film. Is it's And in the franchise, it's one of my favorite wand fights, duels that happens in the entire, entire franchise. I mean, oh, just yeah. the shot of Ray Fiennes blowing out of fire, fire Snake is pretty dope. That's pretty dope, but also like just the immense power the two of them have. Like him breaking all the windows and then throwing, throwing all throwing the, glass, the glass and then Dumbledore creating it so it just disintegrates back into sand into again. Sand. Yeah. Uh, and then the, you know, the the water bubble that he keeps him in yeah. and spins water him around. could have like, won. What's that? That he could have won. He Maybe. Should have won. Maybe. We For don't sure. know. Um, back upon but, but like, it's just that whole, f- it's like, it's how I feel about the Duel of the Fates in the first Star Wars movie. Um, it's, it's, the first Star Wars movie uh, is not my, fa- Phantom Menace is my favorite in the franchise, but it has one of my favorite moments in it. And this is one of those moments that I remember just being in awe and being like, I didn't know they could do this. This, this to me, this felt. I didn't very, know it could look this cool. This felt very Yoda Dooku for me. Well, it's yeah. it's followed by one of my favorite moments, and it is um, Fudge. 
Yeah. Fudge. Mm, it's it's, he kind of gets back. his comeuppance in a way of like being put in his place of like, yeah, bitch, he's back. We yeah, tried yep. to tell you that. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. I would say like this, and that's the thing where like, I've watched this film twice now uh, preparing for this because um, I was just like, do I feel the certain ways I do? So I watched it twice. I can't give Fudge a lot of blame. There is no witnesses. The only person that's testifying, it was not there. And that's Dumbledore. Harry Potter's the only one saying like, this kid, hey, we're playing... Uh, uh, You're street defending huh? Fudge. I'm not defending him. I just he is but defending the, Fudge. Well, the thing bit. is, also, what does he do afterwards? He's victim blaming. He he reinstates it all back. Fudge he, Fudge he he uh, resigned. Yeah, yeah, because but he takes Umbridge out. He puts reinst- he yeah. puts Dumbledore back. He and as I'm just saying, watching this in 2021, He's he could have he could. Wait, 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 wait. You are defending Fudge because because Fudge didn't do anything for Umbridge. The centaurs. Oh, well, carried her well, away. They yeah. carried her away, but then at the end, she gets taken out of the headmaster position. Because she gets taken away by centaurs. She's not dead. We don't... Well, she's not dead. Actually, she, I think she ends up in yeah. St. Mungo's, like, later on in the series, but... And then reinstates Dumbledore back. I, it's not a defend, but it's like... I mean, his hands were tied. I would say... A lot would of say, bad PR there. That, well, but the thing is, with Fudge, like, I would say also it's like, yeah, he made a lot of missteps because they're out of fear and, and, and worry and all this other bullshit, but I'm like... Just kind of seeing how bad it could have gone. Of like, yeah, he could have, could think, have been like, "Oh, you created an illusion," or it's like, "Oh, I, but that I was think not there's also, thing. I think we're missing out on the the uh, benefit of the doubt that he's not giving Dumbledore this guy who's oh, in this school, fought him before, like pretty much omnipotent character is going. Yeah, he's back, and he goes, "Don't believe you." Well, Fudge, and I'm not defending Fudge. Uh huh. Damn it, we are defending Fudge. I'm not. Fudge thought the whole time that Dumbledore was after his job. Yeah, that was well, his. Well, and, and but that, why, that's the why thing. would he be? Well, that's the thing where I started thinking about right. like how Voldemort has influence, right? Yeah. Has mental influence over people. And so for me, I'm just kind of like thinking about it. I'm like, it could have been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. And I'm just glad that at least if Fudge... If he wanted your job, he'd take it. He would take yeah. it. Well, yeah, he would take it. But also, and that's the thing where it's like, Fudge isn't seeing logic and reason. Everyone yeah. else is. And that's like the thing that God. like, you see that happening with Harry. And then you see the same thing happening with Dumbledore. Um, and that's just something that Hagrid's had to live with all his life. Got the the baller moment of of them changing the thing last minute, and Dumbledore just being like, "I just happened to be here three hours early," being like, "Oh yeah, bitch, try me, bitch, please." I'm do gonna you, have an answer for do everything. Do you think Dumbledore used the time turner? Mm. No, did he get it back. No, that would have been too smart. He gets it back at the end of the third one. Then I yeah, believe. maybe. Uh, I I also gotta gotta respect Dumbledore for for calling uh. Fox, Voldemort, oh, Tom, Tom, when he gets there, yeah, that B- just putting him BDE. in his place. Yeah. <laughs> like you shouldn't have come here, Tom. And then the coolest fucking. Fight. But my, but my, my bad guy name is this. But my bad guy name is <laughs> Voldemort. My bad guy name is this. I'm the you Green should... River Killer. <laughs> um, the, didn't they find the tap shoes over there? I'm the tap dance killer. <laughs> I bought all these tap shoes. <laughs> um, uh, one of my favorite parts is the uh, first meeting of Dumbledore's army when everybody's basically there. Mm-hmm. Everybody is there just to like they want to be like, oh, I want to talk to Harry Potter about this and like put him in his place and make fun over of him. The, blah blah blah. Hogshead? Yeah, and he's just like, I love oh, that. He's just like, guys, it's not as cool as you think it is. Yeah. It's like there's a lot of crazy, but the thing that I like most about his his speech is that yes, I did all of this cool stuff, but I had help. help. 
Yeah. And that's what he I think. He also foreshadows in that moment. Uh, he goes, you know, it's different when you're sitting there and your friends are a second away from death. And then that's exactly what this happens. exactly what happens. Yeah. You, you seeing that all out when his friends watching. have wands to their neck. They're yeah. a second away from death. Not so fucking cool anymore, guys. But, huh? But like, I, I think, told y'all it was going <laughs> to end like this. I think the really cool thing with that that happens is like it, it displays like how we start thinking of heroes and icons and charismatic yeah. leaders. It's it's much more disillusionment and it tells these kids like, Hey, this is the reality situation. And like, there is something I have to say with Harry Potter as a series and franchise where it's like, it doesn't try to glorify the terrible parts. Mm -hmm. It really does hone into that. So, I mean, like we'll move into speaking of with Sirius black. And I think your favorite line is good shot, James. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and how so like, and then and so Harry quickly. Potter's like, what? You called me by the bad name. Now I'm not going to deflect this. this no, <laughs> Just kidding. It's a very sweet moment. And I, I always thought, I mean, shout out to director, actor, writer. I mean, Gary Oldman nails that moment of just the good shot, James. And then, boom, Bellatrix just comes in. And, and, I, and I do mm -hmm. like that. There's so much of this foreshadow from Sirius Black of like, it's starting to feel like the old ways. Yeah, well, and he loves yeah. Harry and he sees so much of his best friend in him. And, you know, they're fighting side by side, which is something Harry dreamt of and wanted was this well this like, is the surrogate father. figure yeah. yeah yeah and to to be you know in that moment to be called his father's name is a huge thing for harry because he looks and up to his parents so much i think it's actually if i can read into it i think it's a, more of a uh, a complicated thing for harry sure because of the whole uh memory thing with snape right before. yeah yeah. And so like he saw his father in a different light. And so before all that, like when he's like, I saw my dad do the Patronus thing. And then or the he floaty thing. Yeah. And then he learned like, I have to do it myself. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. In the third film. And then so now you're having it here. It's like, oh, this person who I always wanted to be, I got to see him in a different light. And now, you know. But in that moment, he is embodying the good in his father. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's such a heartbreaking and beautiful moment. And then the fact that who kills him but his own cousin, you know, Bellatrix and- Bitch. Uh, then laughs about it and and is is taunting Harry through the halls. Uh, I think it's just, yeah, that line is my one of my favorite. That moment, as as sad as it is, is the one that hits emotionally for me the most in in that moment. For both of them, both of those people are, are in that moment going through something really beautiful, and then immediately it's taken from them. Um, shout out to Amelda Staunton for creating yeah. oh. one oh. of the best. If not Most the best hated. villain, oh yeah, ever in all of media. Like people, I I just happened to see like a a Reddit thread the other day that was people were like, who's worse, uh, Umbridge or Voldemort? Oh. And everybody was like, oh yeah, it's it's, it's Umbridge, 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 Umbridge yeah. a thousand percent. But because Voldemort knows he's evil, yeah, <laughs> and like it just makes it so glorifying when the Weasley twins leave, and they just kind of like put her in this just like because she just. And they foreshadow with the that, fire like, dragon. The yeah. step, the steps with um, Minerva, like going up a level to try to one up. And What's then she the gets last to a thing point... she says that makes her step back down? I don't remember. It's not loyalty, right? It's something about loyalty, or like, like loyalty if you question my teaching, then uh, I the one thing I won't tolerate is disloyalty. Yeah, disloyalty. yeah. And then, and then, Minerva's, then like, Minerva's like disloyalty. Whoa! Yeah. And then she has that badass moment of like, oh, there are many things I'd like to say to you, and I'm like, yeah. Um, but so, so yeah, when she, she's, she has this like high and mighty view of herself. And so when she's put in her place like that, I'm just like, yeah, mm. I, I also, I, I don't love this teacher, but I do love what happens to them with, uh, Trelawney getting kicked out. And then Dumbledore is like, 
Walker back. You inside. can fire them, but you cannot kick them off the ground. Yeah, yeah. and I absolutely love that. Whereas, and, and that's the thing that I think warms all of our souls because it's one of those things that's like something systematic, administrative, terrible happens to somebody, mm-hmm. and then someone part of your own, you know, team, tribe, whatever it is, comes back to kind of take care of you. And I think that's the really big defining thing that uh, happens. Uh, uh. Yeah. Um, I think that also kind of gets compounded with um, (laughs) Dumbledore and uh, how he's pretty much telling Harry as Harry's like fighting off the possession. Yeah. Um, He's like, it's not what makes you the same. It's what separates you. Mm -hmm. And it's family. It's it's friends. It's loved ones. But I I have things that I feel sorry for you. Yeah. I will say, like you, some of my favorite parts of the entire series is from this film. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Seeing Voldemort at nine and three quarters in the suit in the suit oh. is amazing. Um, and I wish whole... I could look that good. Oh. Then... <laughs> also, I just I even said it to Mikey during that thing. I paused it. I was like, "That is so unsettling." And so we don't ever get to see him in that suit again. He's like, mm-hmm. "I don't think so." Well, the like, thing I love about it, it's like it's a flash, and then it's like the neck roll, and it's which just like... Harry does later yeah. when he's when he wants um, Dumbledore to look at him. He does the same neck roll. Yeah, goes, look at me. Um, but uh, then also just like look at me um, you know him taunting I got <laughs> him I taunting got I'm not wearing a hockey bag <laughs> him taunting Harry Potter uh, over you know over his like feeble body and he's just like you will lose everything I'm mm-hmm. like that's a really good moment but one of my favorite moments in the entire series is Snape and when he's like I'm strong I'm blah blah, blah. like I can get through it. and then Snape says prove it and mm-hmm. I'm like it's like it's it gets me so good because it's just like yeah it's tough it's you're you're learning something new the stakes are high like no one trusts you you want to protect you know dad weasley and, yeah. and then, it, dumbledore's gone and the snape's like you have to overcome all of this you yeah. want to know and my favorite so snape part what's up when uh oh padfoot well kind of yeah so when when harry is being interrogated and he says to snape they have padfoot in the place where it's hidden and then Umber just like, well, what does that mean? And then uh, Snape, Snape no. looks at him and goes, no idea. Walk it's like, you, it, obviously. It's, it's obviously. a really nice moment McLean. where you're like, good looking out, Snape. Hell yeah, Snape. Because he knows exactly, because you but see all, in yeah. his memory. But also he's like. That I he ha- was like, Mooney, Padfoot, I got him. Yeah. But Snape Should is I pull a, his pants down? <laughs> but Snape's not an ye, Not me. Not Hermione. Yo. I, anyway. I, I do love that. Um. <laughs> There is that sense of uh, Snape being like, oh, I hate this kid, but also people know I hate this kid. So that's now become the facade too, mm-hmm. where he's like, oh, I have no more tonic. You use it all, the last of it on uh, Miss Chang. So unless you want me to poison the kids. Poison, which I'd have the greatest sympathy for. And I was like, this is Snape playing it up. Mm-hmm. He's, he's playing, playing his part. I'm like, mm, so good. Also, real quick. Always. Yo, man, fuck Filch. Yeah. Such an asshole. Yeah. And he was just so happy. But I did love. I, it was so like cartoony of him every time he went to go hammer his and ladder. The, the ladder shake. is like, I'm like shaking so... off its its oh, legs. I, I loved that because that's me like, oh, it's it's the first two movies back again. You know, like oh, the whimsy's still <laughs> the here. whimsy's still here a little. <laughs> like when Filch is waiting for the the uh, the door to the room of requirement to open. So oh yeah, and they're the all kids. sneaking out the other way. To to illustrate that time has passed. He's got a sandwich, and mm-hmm. then he's taking a nap with his sandwich. That sandwich looks so good. It was a thick and it was sandwich. It was thick. That was yeah, a, a thick, thick sandy. Three C's thick. That was yeah. like one of the ones you get at the gas station. That's got like a piece of bread in the middle. No, yeah. that's when you got to go to a restaurant and and you have to like order of the Phoenix. 
Jesus Christ. No. Please no. <laughs> Anyways, Please uh, no. Mikey, any more favorite parts, Josh? Corey, what Corey just said was my favorite part. Thank okay. you. You're uh, one, my last favorite part will be Dumbledore's escape and uh, the guy going, admit it, Dumbledore's got, got style. style. I'm just guy. like, mm. yeah. I mean, just, I, I just love when all them bitches are put in their place. Yeah. When people are like, they just keep. Oh, and in that moment too, where, where Harry's like, oh no, it was me. He's like, no, I believe it's called Dumbledore's army. Yeah. Josh, do you like hmm. it when everyone It's not has... called Harry Potter's friends. Yeah. Dumbledore's do you, army is Do you mine. like it when everyone performs the, the direction of just the Potter party? Oh, you right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you right. You right. Um, I, you right. I, you know what I really liked about this? Um, continuance, because I think we saw maybe the first of it in Goblet of Fire. Um, wizards not using words. Um, mm, to, ca- mm-hmm. to cast spells, nonverbal spells, which um, powerful wizards, yeah, yeah which is uh, the thing where it's like, oh, okay, now we're seeing the higher echelon of it because I'm like, that whole fight between Dumbledore and and Voldemort even well, even even Moody mm-hmm. is just like, yeah, boom, I just I just stomp yeah. my cane and all that stuff. I'm like, okay, cool. Versus like you know we had Lucius being, you know, I'm like, oh my god, you yeah, know? that's the thing in the second movie that doesn't make sense. There wasn't in the book was uh, Lucius about to say trying to uh, kill Harry, yeah, on the school grounds. He wouldn't need to. He's good enough to use to nonverbal spells, and instead he opens his mouth, and then a and then a. And Welcome then, to the uh, world of anime. But here's the thing: <laughs> but, I mean, they that, do that in all the movies. Like I feel like the killing curse you have to say. Everyone like Bellatrix says it. Bellatrix says it. Voldemort always Voldemort says, says it. it. Yeah. Because it's something that you have to mean. Yeah. So I, maybe, I, I mean, know. words are but very. But they powerful. still added yeah. it in the book that he would try to kill a kid on school grounds in daylight, broad daylight. That's weird. Yeah, he it's lifts. Still weird. I think they said he lifts his wand, but I don't know if he actually says the words. Um, I don't know if that was a liberty that uh, Columbus took. I, I did like uh, to bring it back to this. I did like the the getting to explore a little bit of um, Longbottom's uh, storyline. Oh, yeah. Funny though, funny. I have to nitpick it. Yeah, please, because it's not the way the book. This is the stuff that I don't remember. Yeah. He was a total bitch in the book. Who was? Neville bottom. at the end of the movie, Neville. which is nice. I like well, the choices they made. Oftentimes like he, in the movies, they make him less of a bitch than he was. Is this like books. is this right. like like a little baby bitch or like you're bitching? No, he. Uh, they they gave him like a real kind of a win situation. They've like he you see him progress in the, the right. DA mm-hmm. uh, meetings, but at the end he is the first one to stand up to fight Bellatrix, but mm-hmm. in the book, he's getting absolutely destroyed by Bellatrix the, right. the whole time. Which, so that, it's an, I like the change. Well, it's a nice full it's, circle moment because she's the one who did that to and his I, parents. Right. And, but and I, I and think, you don't really know it. Yeah. They don't really talk well, I, much I think, about it. And that's the thing where like, at the time this film com- came out, the how many books were out? All uh, of them. I right? think no. the seventh one hadn't come out yet. It was okay. going to come out. So we summer. didn't know that Very Neville soon. was going to have yeah. that giant moment, which is a spoiler. Spoiler. Yeah. So, um, but mm-hmm. I was going to say like, that's, a cool thing because I really like that. I really liked Neville's part in this a lot because I'm like, yeah. good, he's part of the gang. Well, they, kind of. They now. also they also explore in the movie and they do so in the books as well that Neville. I mean, I think we've talked about this on the episodes before, but that he is basically like one degree away from the Harry prophecy Potter. being about him. And they don't. Yeah. They they do not mention it at all in the fifth movie. No. But it is something that's very heavy in the book. Well, also, they, they in the book, they go a little further into his mom and dad. Right. We get to see St. Mungo's it's yeah, not called, and that kind of thing. Uh, it's not called uh, Longbottom and the Order of Phoenix. <laughs> no. This Man, is that's a, a missed opportunity. It really is, Tom. You should yeah. write a letter. Yeah. <laughs> Neville Longbottom and Dumbledore's <laughs> Army. Yeah. It, it's there it is. Dang it. 
This was the this was the movie of if you missed it, then you missed an entire theme of yes. the movie. Like they yes. with Longbottom's parents, they only show them in the, the little picture. picture. And you basically get their whole history right there. In like the, they're like part of the, order of the Phoenix Bellatrix. Made them go mad. Made them uh tortured them into insanity. Now they're in St. Mungo's, and that's and scene. all you get. Um <laughs> I scene. mean you got it. We can go favorite parts all day. I do want to mention just uh, one more. If y'all have one more, I would also say go for it. Um, but for for me, it was the uh, the the dinner scene um, when Harry first gets to. Well, first of all, getting to see the the pop duplex oh, expand like, uh, and Grimwald, pop out. Grimald place, um, so cool. and then uh, that that whole dinner scene where Harry wants to fight and. Sirius uh, is like hmm. Sirius is really excited about it, gives him the little wink. But then you have that moment in the family tree room, which I think is just yeah. so wonderfully written. And you hear about how, you know, uh, how much Sirius hates creature because uh, he's racist as Boy, hell. He is brass. super racist. Soup's race. Yeah, uh, misremembered something in the beginning of the film. I was like, oh, I think I liked creature when I was growing up. And Mike was like, um, he's pretty racist. And then he was like, <laughs> I saw it and I was like, yeah, I must be m- remembering something else. And then it was the other elf. Winky. Winky. Who is not mentioned, I think, in, in the entire series. I do movies. love, though, that Sirius just, ever. get out of here! <laughs> He's just vile like, creature it has been since your I was vitriol. a child. vitriol. <laughs> uh, but then the, the moment, you know, talking about his parents and how much he, like, hated growing up there and he ran away from home and where he went was James's. And, mm-hmm. You know, he had at, at the Potter residence what Harry has at the Weasley residence. Uh, and it's just like the, the moment of sharing that, that like yeah. neither of their homes were homes and they always found it with someone else. I don't want to insert myself into this. Please. You could insert yourself into me? Because I th- it's, it's very self-serving to do this, but that's exactly how I felt when I got to your parents' house in Oakland. Or in, in, uh, Nevada. in Nevada, I felt like I felt like <laughs> I have a friend like uh, I, I didn't have a friend yeah, away like, to, to the party. Like, this is yeah. this is home. Yeah, I, I have shout out I have to a friend Christy and Mike that I basically was raised by their parents. Yeah. like it was just like that's I spent my time there. Yeah, I had great parents, but I I felt that way in other kids' houses. Like I, there was a point where I stopped knocking on the door. You there's, just went there, in. You yeah. just went in, and it was a joke. Now I'm an adult. Oh, yeah. like, that's a little bit invasive, Michael. You shouldn't have done that, but. Um, there's still I just a, wanted to give Mike and, and Chrissy a shout out because oh, they made a bed for me. They were they're, very nice. They're still a, your parents are still around, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you have great parents. Not yes. had. Um, you just meant in the past they were also great. It's a very Mitch Hedberg way of saying it. I had great parents. This is I a bad do. time I still do, but I used to also. My parents perished. And Alan they, perished. They Alan perished. Into a video game. No, they uh, were anyways. in the Ministry of Magic when uh, Voldemort did the whole fireball thing. Yeah. And they just they just happened to be in the office and they got engulfed. They got engulfed in Mexico. Anyway. Favorite characters. Yes. Let's oh, do... I was going to give a shout out to Nymphadora Tongs. Yeah. Very cool. Metamorphagus. Yeah. Um, let's do two, two characters that aren't Ron, Harry, and uh, Hermione. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because mm. we fine. got a crap ton of characters. I would, this is also the movie where I feel like Gambin starts to come into his own. And, uh, but About I will fucking say, time. I will say the entire time, and I even said it to Mikey, I kept going, Imagine Richard Harris doing this. Thing, oh man, man. I, that's all I do is imagine. Imagine what, Richard oh. Harris doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anything, uh, so two characters who aren't the the big three. Imagine Sam Harris, Anyways. who aren't the the what do they call the Holy Trinity? Trinity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, the Holy my, Trilogy. Uh, Josh said he had his. What are, what yeah. are yours? Mine are Neville and Luna. Neville, Neville and mm. Luna. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mine are uh, probably Sirius and Luna in this. Sirius I think I think Luna. that casting of Luna. I mean, the casting throughout all these movies is pretty i'd say 99 percent of the time pretty like yep that's how i imagined mm-hmm. like 
Yep, all those three kids. Yep, Hagrid. Yep, that's how I imagined him. Snape, yes. Uh, and Luna is one of those castings where I was like, that's exactly how I pictured her. I think that actress just understood it to this degree that a lot of other kids maybe wouldn't have. That like saying these important and dark things, but in a way that's just kind of like it's matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Like this is just how the I way mean, the world is. I, I was going to say, because that, that's what I, I like about her is that they're, if you break it down, life's pretty dark at sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of like, like we kind of talk about, you know, you laugh through She's it. She's Luna, Luna, Luna Lovegood. But like, if you actually get to know her beyond her weird off-putting personality traits, she's really smart. She's really kind uh, and a lot of fun. I she mean, also plays narrator in some parts. I think it's at the end of the movie. She's talking to Harry and she finds her shoes that she's been looking yeah, for. Yeah, she's like, sometimes... She says, yeah, so, some, things, some things always have a way of coming back around. Just not the way you, think, not it the way you think it would. Mm-hmm. Now watch the movie again. And be thinking about that the whole time. Yeah. Um, um, uh, I just interrupted you. No, I was gonna say it's like if you want to go. Just, um, I would have to say one thing. I forgot to mention his favorite parts. Uh, I really like the beginning because of Harry and Dudley's. Oh yeah, I the love Death the, the looking. Oh, no, I, well, I just really like Dudley's. They're both looking straight into the camera, mm-hmm. and I really liked like that's just reminds me of uh, Signs of the Lambs, mm-hmm. and I really like that feeling that like oh we're getting talked to, and yeah. again it's and it's, Dudley it's the can't way. see it right. No. No, that's why the ministry is like, oh, very smart. Call it to mentors because muggles can't see it. Um, yeah. Favorite character one, probably Snape. Shout out, um, tracks. Number two, probably, probably Dumbledore. Yeah, it, it, Voldemort's just not in it enough for me to be a favorite character. Yeah, but Dumbledore. So and but that nice. shot of him in the suit, man. Yeah. It's, it's a good look. Almost enough to make look. him a favorite character. It's, it's a good look. It's just scary. by looks alone. Oh. <laughs> Just so good. It's ter- It's unsettling. Well, it's kind of like who? Who's the one that, to me again? It's who's the one is like pushing the plot. Who's yeah. the one that like things are happening because of this character? You just reminded me of that scene with Dudley where uh, he pulls his wand out and all the friends are laughing, freaking out. But he's, well, he's like, f- he's freaking. out. I was like, oh. yeah, yeah, because he, he knows. Because he knows. But he all knows. his friends are like, oh, what are you gonna do with the stick? It's so wild to see him in Queen's I, Gambit, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> it's so wild. Like he looks so different uh but it, what's interesting about that too is i love when they get to experience the dark part of because mm-hmm. they see letters coming in and all these kinds of things but no when they experience like the the hardcore parts of harry's life it's like yeah guys yeah shout rough. out to I top remember, of the I movie can't, i can't remember her name who comes in and testifies fig fig yeah fig. uh mrs fig <sighs> love she's her. the neighbor who like dumbledore basically assigns because she's, she's a, a spy on this kid yeah she's a squib um i believe she's a squib what's yeah. a squib squib is a is a Magical person who can do no magic. Oh, so Phil, Phil. Wizard of World. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, it's like being an athlete's kid who can't. I was gonna say they be they, an athlete in the movie. They make her out to be the woman who collects cans out of your trash can. I just love yeah. that. Take your wand back out, Harry. You don't know, Mrs. Fig. Yeah. Um, top of the movie. The first thing you see is Harry like studying a, a mother and a and a daughter. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, he's lonely. He's sad. very lonely. He's you know picturing. It's very sad. You know what it would be like if he still had his parents. Your, um, and then team. the first thing Dudley yells at him is like, where's Cry, your mom? Crying for yeah. your mom. Is she dead? Who's Cedric? Anyways, yeah. uh, He's a boyfriend. Did you hear your favorite? He's a boyfriend. He's a boyfriend. Hmm. Who's two, no, he didn't say his two favorites. Two favorites. Two favorites. Without the Trinity. I gotta say, G. I mean, it's easy. It's it's Sirius and Luna, but, and I know this is, I'm gonna What's that? sound very stupid for saying this. I think the perfection of Umbridge Mm-hmm. Deserves credit. For deserves sure. yeah. deserves yeah. a favorite nod because I think we all agree on that. She never enters 
ended the story and you don't feel something. No, not like, a favorite favorite cool. character, but my god, was that the great one the greatest of the greatest performances? Because I really <laughs> did that. Even from the first moment where she goes, well. Because the ministry controls the Dementors, so it sounded like for a moment. Well, it's like just Dumb- every time she speaks, you kind of like. <sighs> yeah. like Dumbledore just like welcome to the another year. And yeah, like, oh, I want to kick you in the face. Well, yeah, kudos, <laughs> kudos to whoever wrote the books. Every every book has a villain that takes precedence oh. over Voldemort. The th- yeah. In the the the, the second movie, the it's the Chamber threat. of Secrets. What's what's in there? Well, that was Voldemort. It was, but we didn't know. Bashalish. Uh The third one, it, uh, Sirius Pettigrew. Black takes over, and he's now the scary thing. And the fourth one, it's who put his name in the Goblet of Fire. Like we all assume it's Voldemort, but he's not there. Th- they somehow introduce a new character that you fear more than him. And Umbridge. Well, in the fourth one, the tournament is that character. The tournament, yeah, yeah. or the Who Done It of Surviving who put his it, name yeah. in there. Um, but. I loved the newspaper clippings montage introduces every new uh, decree that she mm-hmm. uh, introduces mm-hmm. that basically puts more restrictions yeah. on the children. And all the different posts mm-hmm. and signs. The reason why they fly Thestrals to get to the ministry is because she has taken everyone's brooms. You only yeah, see it in and a snippet. And she monitors all the flu networks. Right. So that was why, that was what the, the coolest part about the Weasley what? twins – Doing the, you know, they they didn't make the swamp, but they did the the fireworks and they flew yeah. off. They had to summon their own brooms out of the, brilliant out of her office. I can't remember how they did that. I think they I snuck remember. into her office to get them and snuck Sounds out of right. it through Probably the flu network. The map, Robert's I think map. so. <laughs> but uh, I, I, yeah, serious because you finally get to see him as the human. You get context as to why he the is, uncle that you're like, oh, he's just so cool and magical, God. but he also is flawed. Well, the Godfather. I mean. The way he treats creature, Dumbledore eventually will talk about and say, like, it's not how you treat your equals; it's how you treat those less than you is what makes you that is your character. Yeah, but I mean, he's and pretty racist. He's, I mean, even Sirius is a little bit like. Well, but the, even then, creature. I mean, he could. Well, 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 let's, let's, in the books, I mean, creature's the reason Sirius dies because creature lies yeah. to Harry. Creature, to tell him, yeah. like, oh yeah, he's there, or he's not. He's oh. not here when he was at Grimmauld Place. Mm-hmm. But creature's like, oh no, he's not here. And technically, he doesn't have to tell the truth because Harry is not his master. Yeah. yeah. And, th- and my question is this. Let's do a little thought experience. I know we're sure. running on time. Yeah, yeah, But what would happen if Creature was, like, given freedom? Would he be still a good a good little boy? Bull- he little would boy? go straight no. to Voldemort. To, Death Eaters, for sure. Yeah, he would go okay. straight to the bad guys. Okay. I don't know. That's the thing about those house elves is they're so, that's like, he, Stockholm Syndrome that they well, stay that, no matter what. He would stay. I mean, he would... Yeah, that's true. Well, his house like, is number twelve. I don't know if he'd he, have the he uh, hates, guts to leave. He's he hates mudbloods. Well, Be- well, which he would fit right in with all the Death Eaters who are like real wizards only. And he was like he would probably be a house elf there. Fair. I see that. Yeah, like he would say he would be in his mind. He's like he's serving the Dark his Lord. master by serving the Dark Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the the Death Eaters. And yeah, the, like yeah, he's continuing. His uh, loyalty, name. his loyalty to the household of Black, yeah, by serving um, Bellatrix. Oh, oh yeah, because it's the same even, tree. I don't, I don't, I'm no, just we're saying, just theoretically, like, yeah, I'm theoretically, just thinking because, like, that's, that's the thing where it's like your point of like Sirius treats creature terribly, but I'm like, but creature's a terrible creature, yes. Um, but then it's like, but well, what because, if creature was given the opportunities to be good, would he still be good? And that's no, the because, question, no, because he's, he's loyal to, but that's the thing is, it's the loyalty part. It's sort of like the episode of Always Sunny when Mac just blindly does whatever Dennis tells him yeah. he's allowed to do. Do you want me to throw this water in his face? Don't ask, do. Don't ask, do. 
the the house elves only do what they're trained to do and and Sirius's mom raised creature to be that. That's all sure. he knows. So if he was yeah. outside of the house, I don't know if he would and be he able hated to his implore, parents. But, but implore that. But now serving Sirius, if that if we're going off serving his master, wouldn't he stop those tendencies because Sirius doesn't believe in that stuff? I think once once they're in it, and I mean, that's, but that's my that's what I'm saying. If he were freed, then he still believes all those things, even if it was. And what plus, he was he's trained. old as. He's yeah. really. He's I think really that's also old. maybe a, a little microcosm story of like you know how Harry's dealing with like I'm very much like Voldemort, <laughs> and he's like I don't know how I can change that, and he feels somehow locked to this destiny that he'll become mm-hmm. the next Voldemort, which is like creatures like he does not see the fact that he doesn't have to be as evil as mm-hmm. the black. Uh, Sirius Black's parents and Sirius Black hates his parents. I mean, the parents kept the heads of house elves on the staircases. <laughs> Bonnie and I froze Still it strange. and we were like, yeah. that's weird. Yeah. And it's that's... in the books though, right? It's just so. doesn't and, and Sirius doesn't change it anything because so he doesn't, he hates that place. Yeah. So he doesn't take care of it. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna He's pay like, for the storage. Place, <laughs> the house, uh, that's, a, that's an interesting like theoretical debate because even you have Winky in the fourth who never goes against Sparty Crouch despite spoilers isn't Dobby like I'm out Dobby's like I need to get paid for this let's yeah. let's make that break but he's y'all. also but he's also like Harry's the one that freed me so I will simp for I her. mean but the thing is it's like Harry's it's a part friend. of their yeah. it's, it's the a first friend of, he has yeah. it's a part of their species or their their race to serve yeah even though there is a clause that's like hey you can be freed like it's kind of a part of their mentality and a part of their culture to serve. It's very much like so, uh, the the I forget the what the name of the conversation, but it's like people who have been in prison for mm. a very long time and they go out. On the isn't outside. that one of Hermione's points? It's a little Stockholmy, Stockholm. Like, isn't that a part of their point? Her point of just like the servitude. Like, I don't know. Anyway, anyways, anyway, qualms. qualms. I have one. Yes, please. Uh, and I don't remember if this is in the books. So you guys can remind me. But it always bothered me in the movie that they're able to just blast through the wall to get to the room of requirement. Like, I thought the magic of that room was, was that to it, move it. It, it doesn't actually just exist behind the wall. It can exist anywhere when you need it. Yes. So how do they just blast through the side of the wall and still, find the room there? I think in the book, somebody catches somebody physically, like by the shirt when they're trying to go through the wall. And that's how but they don't blast through it like this. Like correct, the the door isn't there, and she's just able to like sledgehammer yeah. through. Because think, in reality, it wouldn't actually be because on the, the other side. It's the, a dimension thing. Well, because right? the entrance and exit can move. Well, it's, yeah, yeah it's like the there. There's book logic. There's what happens in the book of like it can be anywhere you need it. It can be whatever you need it. And then there's the the logic that they built in the in the movie where it's like it's right. still a room, whether it's a broom. Whether it's this huge storage closet, but I believe whether it's they this. say where and when you need it. I, I, mean, a, I don't in the that. in the movie they say like it's a magical room that it shows up when a student really needs it. So it wants Hogwarts wants the students to fight back. But to your in point, the, I in get, the movie series, it's in the same wall throughout. The I think whole. it is in the same. It just location, bugs me but, because the the door would open always in the same spot for them in the room, but it moved to a different place when they had to leave. So I mean, if, there with, wouldn't be like a section you could just hit that would always line I don't know it bugged me that it was it, like it's a it went from a real illogical thing magically illogical and not a problem to this suddenly like this is the front door we're gonna just blast through it even though the door's not here typically it would just be nothing it would just be nothing behind the wall I I this is the first that I think I've thought about it this deeply and I would have to agree because otherwise, that's gonna mess with me now every time I see otherwise it. <laughs> they would have just destroyed that room a long time well, ago why I didn't feel should say this earlier yeah 
Because it's not if the room actually exists on the other side of that wall, they, they would have known. They would have. Well, yeah. I mean, it exists by the basis of what they're using it for. Right. So like then, a real room doesn't actually exist in there. Yeah. If they know that it students are in there, they could are using it as a training room, so it's taking up that space by how they need right. it. Right. But if it was a toilet, a it would only be, be a, a toilet. toilet. And if it's so if it you need a broom cupboard, then change. it'll be a broom cupboard. Yeah, so it but wouldn't when physically... it's being used as a bathroom, it's that small. It's being yeah. used as a training space. It's this big. So now there is a wall. But but let's <laughs> say someone what someone awesome. needed in that moment was four miles of of a track. It brings up a question: Is it then only it one person's desire? Those, but I'm just like, it, what if somebody walks down, like Ron says, what if if you really need the bathroom, but somebody's already using it as a training space? Sure. Does it change for the student that needs exactly. a bathroom? I Does think it we've stumbled up? on a fun sketch idea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, but like my, my point storyboard is, comedy. It, it it the size of those four walls can't can possibly contain whatever's needed always. So there is a space and time thing that needs to 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 dissociate from those things. It, so the fact that they just found a wall and punched through it to find the room, <laughs> sounds the room like, go car. And like move. It sounds, I mean. it sounds like we need the ask a floor plans. Um, yes. And yeah. pr- Professor New Eyes to cast that dream. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, well, order the blueprints. Yeah. Maybe, maybe this is some bit of explanation. Uh, Filch knew where the wall was because he found Neville going in there, mm-hmm. and then he waited outside of it. So they knew where the wall would be, but that didn't happen in the book. I don't believe. I don't think he was onto them quite like that. Um, so much as it was 100% Marietta spilled the beans. Right. And then they just went. But, they caught someone. And then caught somebody. But I, it's an interesting question. If there's people in the room of requirement, can you then break down that wall? Because when people are in it, it's it exists. When no one's in it, it doesn't exist. Yeah. I'm assuming it's like the chimney in Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, right. There's no chimney, <laughs> so it just apparates chimney. Yeah. And then, Becomes a chi- and yeah, then he it, leaves, and so there's no chimney. That's my yeah. only qualm, is that it was just like, oh, they could have just knocked down the wall the whole time. Uh, that would be one. That seems would be like me. seems like an easy, too easy of a fix for what that room could supposed is supposed to be. To be. Well, I mean, and that's kind of the thing which happens with like. So it is a real with, room. With, well, well, that's and then ha- once the wall's open, what does the room change to then? It's just that room now forever? I mean, that's, that's kind of the thing that happens good, with, with soft... It's like time travel. With soft magic. A lot of yeah. holes. Don't it, mess with it. When there's yeah. hard magic, there's hard line rules. Or like, if you broke down the wall, does the room stop existing? Well, but the thing is, is like when Santa the... Claus. Later that we explore and that we've explored already a little bit, but much more later in the books, is the storage room. That room is massive. Mm-hmm. Cathedral huge. Yes. So it's like... Does that room exist? And that's but it. But we're dealing with the magical world, so it's like Schrodinger's room. But that's not one space. that technically like moves. That's a fixed one. Mm-hmm. This one is supposed to move. But and, that is the and, room of requirement, right? Doing what it does. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, is it is it just a void that's taking up space? It's like it's. I think it's like a black hole. Well, te- well I think Corey at first was saying like it's a, supposed to be a pocket dimension. It's folded mm-hmm. onto itself that like we cannot actually access. It's unless, not in unless the we need science. it. It's not in the uh, the Marauders map. I don't think. No, like you shouldn't be able to access it unless you need it. And blasting through a wall is not needed. Unless yeah. you're so, Superboy Prime, who can I would almost think that I would almost think that them blasting through a wall would lead to nothingness, mm-hmm. and they would still be able able to exit the room from a different side. You would think. But they so anyway, to be that's caught. my qualm. Though. That's a fun qualm, and I know this is probably a bad time to bring it up. But what would you guys make your room of requirement be? Whatever I needed, isn't it? Uh, do I get to choose what right do you now? Need? If what you're do, like, you man, mean? I could really. Use oh this. man, a studio, oh, full stu- studio. Okay. We could film and record and do everything in an editing bay and all that. Kind yeah, of stuff. mine. Mine would be a massive studio that storyboard could film in, nerd on could film in. It's just this massive space. Love that creative that space. Creative Tom? space. That- 
since they just took that one, because uh, we can't all hear <laughs> the same thing. No, I mean, only I'll, Josh I'll, and I'll, I can I'll, share answers. I'm gonna do. Yeah. I'm gonna do one that's also probably the same thing you want. A freaking giant, uh, forty acre cabana, like awesome house, right on the could, beach, boy. That I could have, yeah, and that everyone could just live in. Yeah, all right, that's a good one. I'd probably go like a Petit Paquito Mas. Oh my god, or anywhere I can <laughs> get a good burrito. <laughs> yeah, I love a burrito. Yeah. Uh, Josh loves Mexican food. Yeah. I, a burrito or a place where Burgers I can, never I can jam with my friends. Because up until what you just said and what y'all said, I didn't even consider friends in this. I was just like, man, I can really go for a burrito right now. <laughs> and then there's a burrito. That sounds great to me. That's right. We got the creative space down. He's got the vacation. You got the food. Snacks, baby. Yeah. We just can't uh, all okay, I really time. want. That was my, anyway, that was, that was my qualm. Let me pass it off here. Uh, Josh? Uh, I really can't stand the creature CGI's in mm. this. Mm. Uh, Grop and the centaurs. Every time I see them, I'm just like, this sounds so like no. really judgmental, but I'm just kind of like, Bleh. well, no, and just that, look. I felt so. I felt similar. Where I was when like, did didn't the CGI in the other films feel better? Yeah, like the dragon looked better. I think that's why I was so surprised. Like the the dragons in the previous one looked so dope. I was like, those are and dope also looking. the uh, what, what's in the what's in the K troll troll in the dungeon troll uh, in the dungeon uh, looked yeah. way better than Grop. Yeah. Way better than Grog. It just felt like, like it's like the rendering wasn't finished in a sense of like. What year did this come out? I'm the, so sorry. It's 2007. You read the production, man. Okay. I know it's I did. July I don't 11th. remember. Um, so it, it, it was just it, there. Yeah. Yeah, because there's some movies that came out before that that have Lord better. Rings. That have better CGI creature uh, design that you're like. Where's the disconnect? It's yeah. just like... I think like, to Tom's point again, new director, new writer. A, a lot of uphill. A lot of uphill battles. And, and the editor also is brand new. Yeah. Um, the editor is not the same. So Steve Clovis, normally the writer. Yeah. And the editor, I have no it's idea. It's just always, anytime I watch it, like I like a lot of this movie. There's a lot of like the Dumbledore's uh, and uh, Tom fight. Oh. oh. Like it looks the great. wand fight looks amazing. amazing. And you're like, you guys can do a fireball yeah. or the, 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 sm- the, water. the, the Death Eater's Coming and going as smoke and flying as smoke. Oh, and looks then the seamless. light, the dark and light. Yeah. Corey, so yeah, good. Corey it looks re- seamless. recognized something that was very cool. The Order yeah. of the Phoenix is all light. Yeah. And, yeah. And the Death Eaters are all shadow. Yeah. Which is it's a nice little yin black and yang. Smoky. Yeah. 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 There's just, there are certain things CGI wise that you're like, that looks dope. And then you have like Grop in the. It's exactly centaurs. what it is. Tom's it, going it, like, eh. No, it's exactly what it is. I would have wanted it a, like red and blue. Sure. Instead, only because. Who cares what you like? I know. Only because black and white is just like. And that's the thing where like it's a stereotypical evil and exactly it's just a little too easy and I get it but it's like yeah Voldemort's super Nazi <laughs> and yeah. it's just like yeah but I'm like ah we can't ah. anyways I'll, you we'll should direct on. it well, well I mean here's the thing you also have you're dealing with a magical world where white magic dark black magic are a thing literally a so thing, it's yeah. literally like a like it's it's just kind of like in built this world good that. magic is Patronus it's light I mean yeah we'll talk about it. Anyway. do you have any other qualms. No, not really. No. Mikey? Michael? I'm going to go to you. You want to do yours real quick? I'm, if you want. It's, it's, hey, you're the guest, baby. You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you go ahead. Um, this is more of a question. Someone calls Harry Potter a half-breed. Mm-mm. Mm, I don't remember that. Someone calls Harry Potter a half-breed. Half-blood. Like, half-blood, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why, what, what's a half-blood? Half-blood is our dirty blood. He's not 100% wizard because his mom is muggle-born. Got it. Because I was like... I thought he was a pit. What? Mm, no. So his I'll parents are both technically wizards, That's but his but his bloodline is not pure. pure yeah. God, God, how fucking. That's why his parents got killed no, by Voldemort. I know. 
Uh, but, yeah. Well, I'm just thinking about. It, I'm like, God. I mean, they stood up against him, but that's also they, the re- you know, the, AK, the requirements to be a pure blood Jesus. Yeah, that gene pool. Um, I mean, that's why you got the, all the pure blonde Lucius yeah. and Draco are like. Pure. That's why it's. Oh, this is Nazis. I get it. Yeah. Um, for, yeah. first qualm is I don't think I got enough serious. Mm-hmm. I think him yeah. dying was almost like anticlimactic. Mm. Um, that for me because I'm like Ooh. I didn't feel. Like, because I was like, okay, cool, we can get more of him. And I hate to make this weird comparison, but like Age of Ultron with Hawkeye, it made me feel like, oh, he's going to die. He's for sure. Oh, no. We see his. No. Here, I was like, yeah, seriously, gets to play. Because he, he wasn't well, really mean, in the fourth movie. And I'm like, okay, now we can see him. And then he just dies. I'm like, well, I mean, that's kind of a, an experience of reading the books, too. Yeah. No. And I know like, in the books, he's so much more. I, I'm I'm fine. The the seri- the the um. Oh, it's Josh, <laughs> Josh, just doing the thing you do to us every day. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> so, uh, but like pulsing. that's the experience of reading the books too, where you're like, "Yay, we got serious! Yay!" Because he plays and like, he's gone. Because he plays such like right. a a back 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 seat in the fourth one, and so you're like. But I want more of him because he was so like, oh, Harry has Finally, family. Harry has, has family. Yeah. And then here I was like, okay, Harry's going to have family. I just wanted more moments with him and Sirius. So when it happens, I, I wanted to be destroyed. But then here I was just watching this and I was kind of like, I know he's going to die. And I feel like I would want this. Well, like I felt more sorry for Harry when like he's like, I don't know who I am. But well, I'm like, it, I get it, that. It's the plight of being a serious fan. Yeah. Like you're just like, I love him so much. Oh. And then you read the book and you're like, I, 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 <laughs> I am, I'm a huge serious black fan. And that's the thing I wanted more from the film of like, I wanted to feel like, God, when this book came out and I think one of my friends, like I devoured these books when they came out mm-hmm. like day of like weekend of, and one of my friends like finished like a few hours before me and like, didn't give me the detail, but they were like, "Don't talk uh, to me. Don't talk mm. to me." <laughs> it was it was ruined mm. for me before I. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, bummer. I was at a basketball game at our high school, and I had just got the book, and a friend of mine let it slip, and she was mortified to you? for like weeks. No, it was just a, it was an accident. <laughs> they were they somehow were just the talking movie, with you about the, it. The book and... came up, and then she was like, "Oh my god!" But it was so sad, and like before I could cover my ears. Like, it was sad when Sirius cool got beans. killed. And then the same thing happened in the sixth one. By wow. Bellatrix Lestrange while <laughs> defending Harry Potter at the Ministry yeah. of Magic. On page like, ah, 874. <laughs> and you know what? Oh, if somebody told you the page number, that would suck. You're like, oh, fuck you're like, my you're life. Reading page like, watch, yeah, watch out for page 706. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Can I read this backwards? Anyways, but no, um... And that's the thing. I didn't. I, so I didn't finish the book, right? Because... And I feel like the same issues with the book happened in the movie where like this was the one that i'm like is the most like oh my god get on with it um because i remember just like literally the first time getting the house like when the house opens up and that's when they get inside and i dropped the book i was like i'm over it oh i i didn't i didn't go any further into it i was like dude so much story well so so this is the thing and this all it's not no one's fault and i'll say like this at the end of Goblet Farm, I'm like, yo, this is better go down. Voldemort about it. Be marking some people, and Harry's got to fight for his life. And then it's like, let's go rescue. We still got three more dad. years to get through, Tom. We got a school. Doesn't matter when Hitler's back, right? Like, and the thing is that no one, no one but Harry and all the friends know about this, right? So they're like, no, school isn't a thing anymore, guys. Like, 
We have book deals to meet, Tom. <laughs> and, and I'll say it like this. Hey, look, y'all. There was a worldwide thing that happened, and schools got canceled for a couple months. School. <laughs> like a guy. <laughs> School doesn't matter when Hitler's back. You hear, heard it we, here, Y'all got to take them down. Task force this. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, Right? But, like, again, they're fighting misinformation, stupid paranoia. So I was like... Okay, but then that's just to that point. It's like, Tom, we have three more years of school. I'm like, yeah. no, no, school doesn't matter. <laughs> Did you have another one? Um, so my second one. <laughs> Wait, so what was your first qualm? First one is not, not, enough, serious. not enough serious. Forgot. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it became another thing. Uh, second one. Oh, no, this was the second one. Is that this is just kind of unfor? Uh, it's kind of like so bulky kind of and, together. and long, it. and it's just like. It, it, it play it, it has some of the worst parts of the book in that aspect. It's, it feels a little very sluggish in terms of its pacing, which... Yeah, I would say my second qualm is that they don't explain the prophecies very well. Uh, at all. Well, and that's... that's like I didn't. I had to ask him, I was like, what it's, are these again? They, well, they kind of did it backwards in the movie. Um, you don't know what was in the prophecy in the books until after it's smashed. In this, we knew what the prophecy was before it smashed. Yeah, Little but I didn't like understand well, what they because were. All you heard was right. a vision of Voldemort's like, I need that prophecy. He's like, you better kill me for it. That's yeah. all you know. It's like, oh, serious is in trouble. I would loved a little more like, you know, like if if Voldemort gets his hands on those prophecies and that, something a little longer. Well, there's lines. a lot more like lore and so to speak that go with the prophecy. Right. That you don't, like you were explaining, like Neville, that has been mentioned, Neville is a huge part, potentially, of the prophecy. Yeah. And we don't, we don't get any of that. Right. No, yeah. And that's the thing where it's like, the other films have lore and prophecy and stuff like too. We but I don't go remember if it's this book that they talk about that, or if it's later <sighs> that we find out, like. It might be later, but I, I, I uh, that's a good question. I think it's, I mean, I, you might as well say it's this one. But the reason why Harry is called the Chosen One is not because the prophecy chose him, but because Voldemort chose him. Yeah. That was how close it came down to Harry and Neville. Right. Was he could have chosen Neville, and it would have... Potentially gone to Neville Longbottom and the Chamber of Order of the Phoenix. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So... It is something, just like in the third movie, they barely talk about the formation of the Marks. Uh, When Voldemort heard the prophecy from Trelawney, um, all the only was a babe. The, yeah, Harry Potter was a babe. The only information he had was that there was a baby that was born in July, um, to two wizards uh, in this area or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like basically, the information was identical to Neville's. Neville's, uh, and but what Voldemort, Voldemort decided that Harry was the threat. Mm. So uh, by attacking Harry, he set the curse. Yeah. Um. And made Harry a, a oh, I can't, I can't. Yeah, yeah, we no can't, we'll go into that. Yeah, we'll go into that later. But um, but also so doomed that's, himself. That's an yes. extremely cool part of the book. But every, I didn't read this book before this episode for that reason. I didn't want to compare them like I did for the previous episodes because there's so much of the book, the lore, and like why sure. everything is so cool. That you just don't have time to mention. Yeah. So yeah, I'd say that was my second in the movie. one. I wish they taught about the prophecies more because it is a big point it's of the story. Huge, and it makes every it makes all the deadwood of the book feel so much more useful and necessary. Did you have any qualms specifically, or kind of just what if you can we said or rapid fire? If I had any qualms, I would have more qualms if I did read the book. 
Well, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. right before this, so I could compare all the parts that are yeah. lost. But there's as characters a, that as are cut, film? like Ferenz being a, a For, teacher, Ferenz like, right. not being there. And like, we cool. talked about that even. And Bane, the you know one of the head centaurs, right, like right, right, you know, right, kind of excommunicated Ferenz because Ferenz wanted to help the kids. Yeah, there's so much more story that is that is left out. But so just the movie. I don't. Not specifically. Really have a lot of just like qualms. the prophecy stuff and the the pro- Yeah, I'll say that. Um, now this is kind of this isn't really a qualm, but this is like a come on. And it is Neville's story that they rewrote Neville's story to sure. be more positive, and he has his great arc, and now he's standing up for well, himself. They did that in Goblet too, where it's like yeah. Neville provided this thing. Yeah, and it's like oh, they bitch. kind of, and it's it's nice. I like it. I do miss a little is... bit of Neville that they freeze in the hallway, and uh, you know that Neville. Oh, in the first one. Yeah. Yeah. When, Sorry, yeah. Neville. It, but it's always well, me. They, um, could, they could be just creating another Snape if that's the case. Yeah. Fair. I, so I don't I don't know if I have so many qualms of this movie. The CGI bothers me, but I I think the, if I watched this movie again and studied the themes, just like the third one, there's so many cooler themes and like, you know, the artistic design, the directing is just magnificent that I, I actually, re-watching this one, I had a lot of fun watching it. Dope. But- the qualm will always be in every movie. I wish that the movie could have been a series so we oh, yeah. could have had all the information and seen everything. And I always say, I wish the movies were identical to the books so people could realize how cool the books were who didn't want to read them. Yeah. But yeah, not really a lot of qualms. The longest book ends up being one of the shortest movies. Yeah. yeah. That is, yeah. So I think Definitely my qualm is just, heel. I wish it had yeah. more. It doesn't I work wish there was more. Um, that brings us to our ratings then. So, uh, so Josh and I will go first. You want me to go first? You first. You first. 4.4. 4.4 4. 4 for the core. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I like it. I like it a lot. I have a lot of fun. Do you love it? Uh, love the book. Mm. Uh, like the movie. 4.4 uh, 4 is still high score in my book. We're, uh, I, I mean. Four. But, you know. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Please. I was just going to say, we're getting into the, the later books that end up being my favorite. For me, like, like Bonnie always says that the second one is her favorite, and I, I'm starting to get to where these are. I like it when it gets dark. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. For Same. me, mine's very close. Four point five. Yeah. Four point. It was between that and this, and it just yeah. because Mike, of the prophecy thing, it fell a little short. I was Mikey, like, that's such a key point. You or me, sir, boy, Michael. I'm gonna. I'll give mine just so it's not influenced by yours. But okay. I, I was gonna give it a four or five anyways. Okay. Four five. Um, yeah. 4. 5? And I'll say that forty-five. The, I give it a forty-five <laughs> out of five. Um, I'm a bit, of, I'm, I'm a bit eccentric. I'm a little Potterhead. Uh, I think what made up for the the part of the stories that was a little bit left out or glossed over or Lacking. sped through, yeah. um, was the cinematography and locations. This is the first time that we do see them fly through like the Muggle town of yeah. London. Right, yeah. And it's one London. of my favorite really short cool. sequences yeah. in any movie. It's, it's kind of like in Azkaban with the bus. Yeah. yeah. It's going through, you're like, this is. But, but flying want. by the, uh, it's not Buckingham Palace, it's the Parliament, right? Yeah. The Parliament one that's right Parliament. on River Thames. Yeah. Every time I see it, and now that I've been there, and the, I want to go back. The wizard ministry is so underneath and it's the underground. real ministry in England. The set design, and we watched some of the behind the scenes. This is going to make up for my score. The set design of the Ministry of Magic is so damn cool. It's a 4.5. Yeah. It's his score. I probably <laughs> would have given for the, just, for for the storyline. I probably would have given it a four. But because of all this extra stuff and making the world just that, he's much, saying that's what makes that, up his that's score. What Not makes, makes up my score, score, score is is. The Boosts extra it. stuff that they did and like the, the, the fight didn't have to be that cool. No, no it didn't. They went hard on and that. And the Ministry of Magic didn't have to be that 
uh, intricate. I was gonna say granular. Oh, like yeah, it's yeah. so specific. You even like even they sh- they uh, took you inside one of the offices that is they didn't need to set that they didn't need to dress that but no. they did. It's little things like that that made the movie that much cooler. For also, me. the lovely part of you know uh, what's what's Weasley Dad name. Arthur. Arthur enjoying going through the subway. The turnstile. You know, yeah. Kind of yeah. Well, we like, were talking about that. He's a wonderful foil in these stories oh. because you have everything is so amazing about the wizarding world. He's Harry. And then you have this guy being like, this is amazing. Yeah. And like trying to tap Ingenious in and go muggle. through. Ingenious yeah. Um, But uh, my number? It is a solid four. Yeah, four. It's a solid four. Fair. To me, this so is that like... That means... Uh, uh, wait, let me see here. Yep, Mikey and I got it right. This is like... Guess that grump. The and I feel I'm gonna be I'm gonna say it and I feel really bad to say these things, but this is kinda like the you're a four because you're part of the Harry Potter series. Um, Otherwise you'd be a three. Or else you'd be lower. Oh, okay. Um and that's the thing mm, where it's wow. like they're not okay. again, that's the thing about all the Harry Potter movies. They're not bad, but this is definitely to me the weakest one. Um, which is way better than a lot of movies that come sure, out. In the sure, world. sure, 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 sure. Um, but there's also some things and you know, there's I feel, and again, we talked a little bit about magic, white magic, black magic, and all this stuff. I'm like, if you had red and blue, you had orange and green, kind of going along with the themes and stuff like that. It's like, it makes it a little, and again, that's kind of the source material. It's kind of also like what this kind of fantasy is kind of say. It's like, there's something really interesting of being like, the way that you're good is because you're so different. Yeah. Versus the things that bring us together as people should be the things that we share. Um, right, because they because they use when they're casting the killing curse, it's green, right? So what if the Death Eater shadows were green? And well, because everything is, in Goblet of Fire is green. Sure, but and I'm just saying, like, what? And then what if? Yeah, what if the Order of the Phoenix? What if they were all? What is it? Red that that? Well, and and then they used to defend it against it. It's yeah, like a red beam, right? Oh, yeah. the uh, the stunning spell. Yeah, or, or whatever whatever Dumbledore is casting, the red and the green meet in the middle. Oh, and and, and I'll say like I'll say like this: patterns are important, and it's just like black, white very binary and it's like i i understand like you have to show who the good guys are who the bad guys are but i think there's almost an opportunity to be like the reason why bad guys are bad guys are because of just the choices they made and there's something to be said that harry potter chooses to be good yeah versus voldemort chooses well that's the theme that's what it's yeah it's not what yeah you're a lot it's not how you're like it's how you're different it It it, was the and it's like but the way they have it, it's like what you have makes you like someone who doesn't have friends and family is kind of destined to become evil, and it's all really, orphans turn out bad, and that's <laughs> that that's tough to say for Neville. Annie. It's tough to say for Sirius, right? And it's like it's their choices that they made mm. to, to keep people around versus to use people, manipulate, it. and that's why, like for me, it's like it's a little hard in that sense. But like, and that's the thing where it's like, it is younger fantasy be maturing into older like older mature fantasy so yeah. I'm like I have to give it that I'm, I'm I'm just a little confused on what the the your qualm is because uh, oh no it's no, no, no. A, it's not it's not a qualm but it's more like sorry your your I, I would want it's you you don't like that the friends and family message is there it, it's it's like he has it it's not that he chooses to keep them around because in, in parts of it he's kind of pushing them away and Voldemort is is shown without that stuff and it's like is it because he's ugly or is it because he's just evil man? So he has, yeah. he's not well, allowed he has, to have friends. He has, it's not that he just said he doesn't ha- care for anyone. Like if Bellatrix died, I don't think he would care. He wouldn't. He's only that's about oh, yeah, no. Is that Harry, no, that's why he says like, you should kill her. It's not that you don't have, if you don't have friends, you're a bad person. 
it's the lack of caring or understanding that empathy empathy is, well, is, Harry the, says is it at is the end the of the book you know what's we have something worth fighting for family friends you know that like he the only the most important thing to harry is friendship and family yeah. because yeah. it's something he has not had but it's an interesting uh dichotomy with what you do with that loneliness and yeah, yeah voldemort chose to be powerful in spite of his lack of friendship and harry didn't want anything to do with power or well again i, I kind of feel like there are so many uh, examples like Neville, Snape, all these loners mm-hmm. that kind of like chose to do the good thing. Well, it also right, depends. But they, it, it brings sorry, in ahead. the it brings in nature versus nurture, mm-hmm. right? And who you're around. Like though the Dursleys Malfoy. suck, they weren't um, racist. Um, like the people that were around uh, Tom Riddle, yeah. people that he was kind I, of around. Yeah, I would argue though that Snape and Neville aren't aren't loners they do have friends they do have people i mean uh in a sense without too many spoilers snape has people who love him dearly uh same with neville i mean the the three main characters care deeply about neville he's a friend of theirs so i think i i do understand your point i just wanted to make sure i got it right yeah it's it's a little and that's the thing it's like i can't blame it and it's part of its dna but yeah it's it's the young adult well and that's the thing where it's like i don't want to dismiss it too where it's like fantasy storytelling is going to follow certain rules yeah and i'm not trying to go i'm just oh, like i think it's a fascinating point no I yeah to talk well about. i mean that's the thing where it's like with the black and white smoke and it's like yeah. it should be black and white but also it could have been something different sure because black and white is so good versus evil instead of like one one like fascism versus like like freedom yeah like the, it should be more of ideologies instead of like i'm an evil person yeah and i know i'm evil it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. no that's, that's I, fair i feel like yeah. it's like i'm trying to but do in that, that young adult thing yeah. again they are called death eaters yeah so at the same time it's like, it's like i come from mount doom yeah i know what right. i'm doing exactly i understand the assignment um, <laughs> but is this wrong it, uh i've never noticed the colors before is that was it a choice to make them subtle so it would be subtle and you wouldn't notice it? It's not subtle. I've never noticed. To me, it. that's yeah. not subtle. You had to point it out for me to recognize that in, there was a in white. In film light. language, it's not subtle. So if you uh, are okay. someone who studies film, it's not a subtle thing. There's okay. a lot. There's always like think about those old westerns where the bad guys all in black and the good guys all in white. Then you're like, that's I fair. know who's who. That's fair. Well, I'm very mean, cool. And that's why He's riding a white horse. That's why yeah. everyone liked the the good guys in black because it was like, oh, they're they're willing to break the law. But that's also why Christmas colors work, right? Red and yeah. green because they're opposing colors. I have a question. Yeah, Saruman. All in, been... I mean, um, Sauron all in black. Gandalf. The white. Good right. and evil. Right. Your question? Yeah. Um, maybe I was just absent-minded watching this. Did we not see much Malfoy in this movie? We no. saw him one time. We see very, very little, little Malfoy. Three, little three times. Huh. Yeah, two or and three times. And he's more so like he's a holding prop, he, so he, Yeah, he's, he's a bit of a prop. Like, he's, he's being badged. He's like Umbridge uses in. him yeah. to, you know. He's not in yeah. it much. He, he's pretty much telling Harry, he's like, I'm surprised they allowed you to be here, and I'm going to hold your girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Potter. I'm the new whole monitor, man. Potter. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Finally, raid. Oh, we did raid. That was it. That was it. That was was the grump. Cool. I am the grump. Awesome. Mikey, thank you for coming back, man. Man, thanks you guys for having me so much. We'll do it again. Sentence. Yeah, we'll do it. Maybe we'll do it again. Maybe, maybe we'll do it three, three more times. Yeah. Maybe we'll do it three more At times. Least. At least. And then we'll least. have to find something else. Next time well, I will have read the book Fantastic because piece. I think it did. I don't oh, we think did. you. My qualm was that I didn't read the book I, before this. And now I, I'm going to go home and probably read it. I feel strongly tonight. about this topic in terms of like. It's hard to because separate you, them. To me, it's not. Because to me, I'm like, movies, books, there is so much to pull from. We for talked the books. a little bit about this. What we used as the example was that. Um, how in is it the third or fourth book 
uh, th- sorry, third or fourth movie where Sirius is in the fire and the coals are so cool looking. It's between and the fourth and, this, and the fifth. And then and the fourth, fifth, fourth one, he's, uh, no, in this one, he's just like a fire. fireman. He's the flame. And like in the book, it says he's the flame, but that doesn't translate well on film. But yeah. see, I don't. I remember him being in the flame, not the flame or the like. Cult. He's a human he is, in the flame. That's he, what I remember. His head is in the flame. That's what I remember. It's a portal, so half right. of his body yeah. is in the flame. Which so I, I saw it as I him also, in the flames. I also don't believe would translate as well on film as him being the cold. Yeah, themselves. it would yeah. scare the shit out of little kids. Yeah, yeah. So, so, um, so I'm with you on that. I mean, for me, it's very, very easy to separate the two because I don't. It would be impossible m- to have. We would have and, 20, 40 movies uh, and I, I think, of, yeah. like, to get all of the details. Even Lord of the Rings four-hour films do not – they cut entire characters out. Well, Tom Bombadil does not so make a single – So when we do these episodes, I'm just like – Never heard of him. He's well, the no, guitar player for the uh, for uh, Machines. That's Rage right, Against Rage the Machines. Tom um, Bombadil. Raisin Against the Machines. I think Josh does a really good job of having that dissonance between the books – and I like how you said it too. Is like there's book logic and then there's movie logic, mm. and those two play separate worlds. Because when you read the books, you have one experience, and when you watch the movies, you have a different 100%. experience. Yeah, 100%. and like, and they can do certain things in a book. You literally can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in terms of logic, in terms of that's why people. This is books. why this is this is this. Cool. It's the reason you have <laughs> to have Cho Chang be the one who rats on them, not Cho's friend Margaret, who we never see because yeah. the emotional journey you have to have in a movie is that that's the girl Harry likes yeah. and she turned on him and then yeah. you find out she was poisoned in a yeah. sense yeah. it is a quicker but, way to do it because in the book yeah Marietta uh, ratted but then Cho defends Marietta and, and that becomes the fight right so they but how do we yeah. condense that yeah. they condense the fight how does, and the yeah. how does it become it. essential but that's the movie logic sense. you're talking about yeah, yeah. I didn't have any otherwise you have to that. spend time introducing a whole if you new character reading the book because I've probably read all of the books one time At every least. year. Oh, for, oh, Jesus! I'm, at, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. It's, it's one of those things that, and so I have to. I haven't even done that with Lord of the Rings. I have to remove them. Yeah, yeah. From Otherwise, each other, or else it's going to be like, well, this and and this. Like I, I do every time we do these episodes. I go, what changed? And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that sucks. Oh, okay, yeah, because I don't have as claptrap as a memory as like Corey does. Corey can remember stuff that I'm like, oh. like his birthday, not necessarily the books. Fem. But like, but for me, like I, I'm like, Fem. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't remember that. <laughs> so when yeah. I go through those lists, I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. That, that would have been cool. Oh, oh yeah, oh. yeah. If if I read the books today or the the fifth book today, I would come. I would write you in <laughs> a list of the things that are like they yeah, should have yeah. this. They should have had that. And they so it, it works. Like, it almost it's just like you might as well. This sounds terrible. It's like we might as well not even do the episode because yeah. it's like there's so many things that yeah. have changed that it's we would like, just talk about there's that. so much working well, against that's that a, that's a whole subject on its own well that yeah, yeah. I was saying, that's a whole other episode of like yeah. the differences of welcome to what fandom yeah, yeah. i mean i, I the, to, <laughs> just to so summarize what to summarize what you just said i mean ian mckellen said it brilliantly about lord of the rings one sentence in a book is armies march onto the field that takes you four and a half minutes to show on film yeah. you have yeah. to cut other things you yeah. have to yeah uh anyway sing us out of here josh 
Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, thank you, Mikey. We've already said thank you, but I want to say it again because I love Mikey, and I love having him in studio and at the table. Yeah. So uh, thank you so much for those tuning in, whether you're watching on YouTube or you're listening on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. If you are new to NerdOn, check out our website, nerdon.tv. It has all of the linky links for everything that we do, all the social media, all the different avenues for which we put our content out there. Everywhere that we recorder of the Phoenix. Yes, exactly. Um, do <laughs> share us with your friends and family if you liked what you heard today. If you don't, share us with the Death Eaters you know. That's, you know, they'll, they'll, uh, somehow they'll learn to love us. Maybe. We'll force it upon them. Yeah, yeah. and they're black smoke. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so funny the things you get caught up on. <laughs> um, uh, where was I? Do check out the Nerd on Nation. Yes. Uh, it is a huge, uh, a huge part of our success uh they have been uh, by us since day one and help us to be the best that we can be mikey's a member of the nerd on yes nation. he is you betcha uh, he's part of my nation too <laughs> bet he is uh tom keeps touching my leg yeah yeah it's the prenatal i nation. mean it's it's a bare leg so it'd be easy it is to, a bare it's leg. a human leg it's a human leg bare leg <laughs> that's what uh, you get for wearing a short Tours of the Phoenix. It's so hot outside. You're, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. But uh, do check that out. Nerdon.tv backslash Patreon. And check out that Discord I mentioned above. Nerdon.tv backslash Discord. But that's it. That's yes. all the housekeeping. We appreciate you all. Take care of yourselves. You know the drill. As always. Nerdon. Broadcast.